0: Welcome to The Report from Tiger Mountain, ladies and gentlemen. It's Barbenheimer time. Yes, it's a special two-part report from Tiger Mountain. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Barbie and Oppenheimer. Stick around and listen for part one on Barbie. All right, welcome to The Report from Tiger Mountain, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about the new film Barbie. Which is uh um, you know part of the double feature Barbenheimer which is the big cinematic event of uh, 2023 so you know is it is it a film is it a film is it a light romantic comedy about Klaus Barbie the famous uh Nazi French Nazi guy who uh, got up all kinds of mischief during World War II guess what ladies and gentlemen it's not it's not about Klaus Barbie no it isn't it's about um Barbie the doll you know you all remember uh, Barbie is that kind of famous um, doll that was uh, kind of foisted on the world at the end of the 1950s by uh, I can't remember her name, Barbara something or other. I think her name is, and she was uh, kind of uh, you know connected to Mattel and uh, all that kind of stuff. Basically, um, you know, they foisted that onto the world, and it became a kind of cultural phenomenon. And it did kind of change. They make a joke at the start of the Barbie film that um, you know dolls for girls before Barbie were sort of you know like babies. And, you know, it was like kind of like they were being brainwashed to be mothers. And then along came Barbie, which was a kind of symbol of kind of female glamour in the late 50s. She was like a Bond girl, basically. Uh, And, um, you know, this became a kind of, you know, icon uh, of, you know, I guess a lot of people's childhoods, particularly women, obviously. But everyone saw their sisters play with Barbie or or whatever, or friends' sisters or whatever growing up. So it was a familiar figure to all of us. So um, you know it had been in the works for a while that they're going to make a film of of the Barbie phenomenon, so to speak. And um, you know uh, Margot Robbie and um, Brian Gosling were chosen to star as Barbie and Ken, and it was put together by um, uh, Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach, whose most recent film uh, I actually I think I reviewed in another uh, report from Tiger Mountain called White Noise. Um, They made that recently, which was actually quite quite a good film on Netflix. And this is a new film. Look, um, how can I put it politely? Uh, well, I'll just put it non-politely. It's Basically, the Frankfurt School raped the Barbie legacy. That's the, uh, that's the quick summary of what the Barbie film is about. Now, the Frankfurt School is a group of um, Jewish uh, communist intellectuals uh, who are originally uh, from Germany, but had to flee because of, uh, not, not Klaus Barbie, he, did, he didn't have anything to do with the murder of the But the Nazis, yes, they did flee the Nazis, and they came here. And um, you know, basically, they wanted to get their their act on uh, in America, and then they began their communist subversion. Uh, instead of in Germany, they began it here, or not here. I'm in mean, New Zealand, but um, in America, they began their communist subversion there. They settled in Southern California, and they immediately hated it, even though it was a kind of paradise at the time. And they, they whinged, it complaint and they brought in this whole idea of identity politics and you know, warring, you know, warring genders, warring sexes warring, um, you know, like with, you know, racial animosity that was, you know, and they bought. they thought that through doing this, it would bring about a kind of, you know, communist utopia, which of course it hasn't and would will never do that. But um, so, you know, you can see the influence of the Frankfurt School on this thing. That's probably been put there by Noah Baumbach, who's the um, Jewish kind of um, intellectual, he's a reasonably good New York um, writer and director. He just wrote this film and Greta Gerwig, he's sort of his ingenue, uh, you know, she is like, um, I guess he's a bit like Woody Allen, and um, she's a bit like Mia Farrow or um, Diane Keaton, or more like Diane Keaton, probably, because she's quite she's quite a good actress. And she's come in and directed this, and it's made it all about the kind of battle of the sexes. Barbie Land is a kind of um, utopia where, uh, you know, they're all different kinds of Barbies, including multiracial, and, you know, they all hold the powerful jobs. And Ken is a kind of just the kind of male archetype um, who you know really is you know pretty just likes to go to the beach and, and not even could swim and stuff etc cetera, etc cetera. so there's this kind of um uh, in the film where uh they go from barbie land which is this female ruled world and they come to ours which is of course ruled as it is as it is ladies and gentlemen by the terrible patriarchy yes yes the terrible patriarchy rules our world and then um you know so barbie comes here and finds out to her horror that you know our world is ruled by terrible men, and she immediately wants to escape back to uh, her world of um you know uh barbie land and but ken when he's there ken picks up a bit of the alt-right he's been watching the report from tiger mountain been watching you know all these kind of you know been watching a bit of andrew tate he's been listening to jordan peterson because he takes these kind of you know alt-right kind of ideas and and uh, male, um, you know, menosphere ideas back to Barbie Land. And he goes back to Barbie Land before uh, Barbie gets back and he, you know, turns everything around. And instead of having a female president, he becomes a dictator and all the women now have to serve the men in Barbie Land. So basically it's this big kind of mess. Um, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro famously um, did a kind of 45 minute um, takedown of this film, um, you know, I mean, I think that the politics of the film is sort of crazy and it is a kind of identity politics, but it's such a, a mishmash and it's such a mess. And it, and some of it is funny, as I said, because some of it involves our kind of politics, particularly the stuff that's to do with the character of Ryan Gosling. Um, you know, I think that it, it's playful in, in its mood and how it does that. And I, I found it funny, I found myself laughing at it. And I, I mean, even though it is kind of woke in many ways, um, I thought that it sort of was taking the piss of maybe itself even and um so i didn't think i didn't i didn't hate it i thought that the you know the set design and, and all the colors and everything were like quite well done and it was sort of funny with the two worlds and in the real world you've got will farrow who's kind of will Ferraro, who's kind of the um leader of mattel blah 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 so you know i mean it's not a bad film um uh, it, it's sort of fun and it, it it's got a lot of woke stuck in it but it's got some non woke, and it sort of balances itself a bit and it's such a strange mess that it almost goes to show that this whole nonsense of identity politics is something that we should all move beyond. I don't know whether that's the intention of the filmmakers or whether it's just because the film's a bit inept, but I think that's the result. Um, but, you know, I mean, um, it's not a bad film. And it is a kind of good introduction to the main film we're going to discuss tonight, which is Mr. Oppenheimer. Stick around.